0: Good morning, good evening, and good night, and welcome to another edition of Queer Voice, brought to you on Anchor.fm. I am your host, Michael Aaron Kositis, and we are living in queer times. So, tonight we're going to pick up uh, with some topics that we kind of touched and left off with yesterday. Um, I guess, uh, One of the areas that I would like to spotlight first would be, um, the Antifa situation that we have going on. Now, I haven't heard too much information from the Mockingbird Press, the mainstream media, the MSM, in regards to the firebomb that happened in Tacoma, Washington, um, at one of the ICE centers located there, and, um... It's very, very hush-hush. Apparently, the assailant, who was a 69-year-old Caucasian male, um, was killed at the scene after he threw Molotov cocktails at the ICE center, the building or um, establishment. So uh, he had um, intentions, as the governor of the state said, um, to... um, I guess kill ice agents and uh light the immigrants inside the building on fire i guess so as to prove a point that um they could not escape or um they were ill cared for if not that uh, uh these agents could not do their job but apparently that it's not what happened so uh the uh, The uh, terrorist, um, 69-year-old male, uh, white male, from, well, where he's from, but this happened in Tucum, Washington, Um, he is described as being a member of an Antifa-type organization um, known as the Redneck Revolutionaries, or something to that effect. So, I find that to be interesting information that uh, some may want to know. He is claimed to have said at the scene that he is Antifa, or I am Antifa, and uh, I guess he went ahead and attacked the, the um, uh, ICE establishment. Man, so uh, that happened this past weekend, and um, uh, very interesting to note. We have had uh, now it seems to me, anyways, to be like the second attack by a Caucasian uh, male who is uh, sporting Antifa material or uh, directly claiming to be members of the terrorist organization and attacking a building. Um, this one, in in this case, federal building. Of ICE agents and the illegal immigrants who are being detained inside, um, either for deportation or to be vetted. Um, The first incident I'm speaking of, um, as some of you may remember, would be the uh, Las Vegas shooting, as the uh, man who was found to be the sole shooter, um, which of course we know uh, there was more likely more than one shooter present at this event, uh, that he too had um, material that uh, kind of went along with the whole Antifa agenda or anti-fascist agenda or communist agenda um, um, that mixed in with, you know, other literature um, that he had in his room. So uh, really kind of starts to... Um, ask the question of who some of these Antifa really are and if um, they are used more as a cover group and or a Patsy group for operatives moving on the inside um, who can use the the, the anonymity and the um, secrecy of face masks to uh, perform and carry out dangerous and quite often uh, questionable actions towards government officials and towards the people, um, and towards those whom have uh, varying opinions from those that they hold. Uh, As we've seen in many instances, uh, the Antifa members are quite intolerant and quite hateful, and they often attack, if not threaten to attack, and have a no type of conversation to bring to the table in order to develop some sort of, um, you know, dialogue between varying thoughts and diverse opinions. Period. But these, this is not what Antifa trash are all about. Um, the Antifa are simply about silencing the voices of those who dissent against their opinion or their point of view and taking over in a place that will follow the rules that they have set forward. So, And they do it by any means necessary, as even one of their groups is called, by any means necessary. These are all Antifa-type groups, or Antifa groups themselves, um, that have begun to... Uh, create um, various altercations and problems among the protesters and those who share points of view that are quite different from theirs. So I just wanted to spotlight that a little bit uh, regarding this individual who has uh, done this crime. He is uh, dead. Um, His name was uh, William Van Sportsen, and he was shot dead. And, um, you know, he was definitely a radicalized individual, um, angered by the uh, threat of the concentration camps down at the border and uh, heeding the calls to end ICE by the Justice Democrat representatives, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, um, Ilhan Omar. So, Wilhelm, sorry, William Van Sportsen took it upon himself um, as a democratic member of the Antifa terrorist group. Um, what was it called again? Uh, the Redneck Revolution, or the Redneck Revolt. Um, this individual who's democratic and also liberal. Um, yeah. basically went to go burn down federal buildings. So, now that uh, this has come to light and the mainstream media and Mockingbird News is refusing to really cover anything about this um, because, after all, it wasn't Trump supporter whom uh, did this type of radical move. Um, The Trump supporters were in fact being attacked by Mr. William Sportson of the Redneck Revolt, an Antifa group. And, um, yeah, he hated them. So, well, the Antifa, another group, and they're, uh, you know, paid for by the Soros Foundations, and it's George Soros and Alexander Soros and... Uh, from what I understand, even uh, um, you know, from some parts of the state department, so uh, this group is a group of individuals who are also funded by government people. and uh, very very, very much so important that I believe they become labeled as terrorists and recognized that way by our government officially because that is what they are. I think also perhaps they uh, should, um, there should be ordinances within cities that require them to demask, you know, during like uh, public events, um, whether they be protests or parades. um, uh, Demask at all times um, because uh, really, who needs to put a mask on unless your intent is uh, malicious or malignant? And it seems that that is the way their patterns of behaviors work. And we as a civil society should not have to put up with it any further than we have. It is outrageous that mayors and governors have told police forces to stand down, that that police chiefs and police officers have been told and have obeyed these orders to stand down when uh, members of this thug terrorist group, Antifa, decide to gang up on individuals, um, whether they are uh, by themselves or with a group, or even just a small group. Um, The Antifa typically work. Uh, and attacking the uh, alone individuals. So um, they're out there, and I'm sure that uh, there will be much to say and do in regards to them before this is all over, um, unless they are named a terrorist organization officially. Um, and there are damasking ordinances put in by our city. We really will have to deal with these uh, cowards cowards of ill repute until such a time that they are dealt with by the powers that be. Now, another funny thing, uh, let's let's move into, uh, because there's uh, two more topics maybe I'd like to cover tonight before um, we come to a conclusion, and uh, this one will kind of tie in with the Antifa and the terrorist attack that occurred um, at the Washington Tacoma Ice Station. And that would be that when asked to, um, when asked to condemn the actions of the Antifa member, when asked of, uh, Alexandria Casio cortez Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib and, uh, Anaya or, uh, what's her name again? Um, um, oh, I can't remember her name and she said our names so well, um, Anyways, the other one, the other representative, the one from Washington, I believe. Uh, well, whenever it came to asking them if they would condemn the actions of the Antifa terrorist, they could not answer. So I ask the Justice Democrats now if they would denounce the Antifa terrorist, William Van Sportsen, for his actions against the Federal Agency of... Of ice in the state of Tacoma Washington and if they will condemn his actions as a terrorist and a coward and a enemy of our nation and if they will um, if they will publicly condemn and renounce what is their viewpoint of this we know that Ilhan Omar has called for the extermination of ICE agencies. How, she, how by what means I don't know. I don't know what she thinks about those things, but I know as a gay person I probably would not be able to live in her district or whatever type of world that she is building for those in I think Minnesota where she is a current congressional representative. So, um yeah, I mean what else can you say about that? I think that it's disgusting if these individuals can't recognize um this for the terrorist attack that it is and for the way it would be reported had it been any other person or any other party, not on the side of President Trump, but um, that had committed such heinous crimes and had done such things, it would be all over the news. They, If it had been a Trump supporter, we know that it just would have been milked till it was black and blue. But hey, it, it looks very much so like this Epstein thing isn't going to go anywhere for... Uh, The Dems and the Libs, the Demerols, the Demerols and the Libercats. it's not going to go anywhere for them, and that's probably why we don't hear as much in the news about that, and I definitely want to get to a few tidbit updates on the Epstein case. Um, but I think I think I'm done with um, the Justice Democrats and uh, Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Um, these uh, hypocrites, charlatans, and shills of the new generation, making millennials look truly like trash, um, gullible and spineless. But I'm telling you, there is a class that is coming. Uh, They are the ones who are awake, and they are the ones whose mental prowess is beyond belief, and they're coming. They're coming for you all, all of you individuals who have fallen to the wayside and support ideals of intolerance and hate uh because that's basically what it is and uh, continuing with this divisiveness it just seems that these individuals don't know how to do anything other than divide 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 and spread hate and spread negativity um things i definitely do not um do not agree with um Ayana Presley. That's the one for Massachusetts. Um, very good for for she and the rest of her companions to, uh, I guess, take seats in um, Congress and gubernatorial seats as well, um, as seven of their members of the Justice Democrats did become um, congressional members and gubernatorial members. So they they won their seats, they won their office, so that was a success for their political action committee of uh, communists masked as progressives, masked as socialists, masked as Democrats. And that's really all this is, I mean... Uh, It's kind of like, uh, you know, the libertarians whom I voted for ran as Republicans in order to make the ticket and to start to influence the party as best they could. And had they won presidency, well, then, you know, that definitely would have been a very heavy type of influence. But considering what the deep state and its um, members, um, the Mockingbird Press, and uh, which is complacent and condones what they do, uh, the Federal Reserve Bank and the financiers and the financial individuals that use monetary policy to control um what happens in countries and then of course the politicians who um who create false law and have a phony face when it comes to uh creating and caring for its constituents and the um uh, Hollywood media and press, the Hollywood uh, entertainment in- industry that um, distracts and uh, allows one to forget about the real issues at hand to the dreamland that that is, that is coming apart. Now, as we speak due to this whole Epstein, Epstein case, um, all of that, everything, um, it's all tied together. And with these four individuals, these people who are the Justice Democrats, these, like I said, progressives, these uh, Rand Paul and them, they were libertarian and they ran as Republican. These individuals are progressive at first, or at most, or at best. They are communist at worst. But it is these individuals, these ideas, communist, progressive, democrat, socialist, even capitalist, that were created by individuals that wanted to separate and divide and make sure that people who had separate and differing opinions of the way that one should live one's life based on the monetary policy that their government follows, well, they were able to divide and to conquer. Now, on to the central banks and how that kind of... You know, works its magic into this. So you have these four individuals, like I said, and they're representing the Justice Democrats, Socialists, right? Really, it's only the patriots that want the central banks or the current function that they serve and for whom and by whom they are run. Um, that want them out of the countries. Uh, There are other countries around the world that are doing this and that are making this move and or have already or have uh, defended themselves against the machinations of the people who run these central banks entering their soil. Um, Very few. Very, very few left. All of the civilized and Western world countries are basically owned by these central banks and individuals, but uh, the communist charter calls for central banks no matter what. And that's really where I see a tie-in, because uh, these individuals have been endorsed by the Communist Party, who have been endorsed um, and have been followed by individuals uh, in the Socialist Party and stuff like that. So, And then they call themselves Democrats, and they spread the ideas of socialism like we american people truly understand i mean it took me forever to learn to really understand the difference about uh, all of the different isms that were created to divide us and to conquer us um but like i said we americans innately take to capitalism um free markets uh because it is when those markets speak that we have the most growth and opulent lifestyle um Whether it is what we seek or not, um, life becomes that much easier for us when we have real wealth and real prosperity backing up the things that we do and the dreams that we build. So um, these uh, individuals who are part of the justice democrats, the frauds, I don't know. That's just kind of my angle on it. Um, I'd like to know how, I mean, I suppose someone like Ilhan Omar could become a representative and that is, you know, the American dream at its best, right? Coming from a war torn or a broken country. And let's see, I mean, Somalia is where she is. She is a native Somalian. And, um, I believe it is in Minnesota but the western forces of elites deep state worldwide illuminati whatever the central bankers they are they're the ones who had their way with you know her country and i tell you these women cry and cry and cry um they're such bad actresses for one. Even it was Rashida Talib, I think, who was crying and no, I think it was I think it was um I think it was Anaya who was putting on false tears. No no no, it had to be Rashid. They were putting on false tears and it it's pathetic, you know, that they they use these situations to exploit their political gains and to exploit their political causes. They use the children in the cages. People are still talking about the children in the cages. I tweeted about that, and that tweet was, was I think it was banned because uh, it was uh, it was being blocked and stuff like that. So I had to retweet it and stuff like that. But uh, none of the photos that were taken of children in cages were taken during the Trump administration. They're all from the obama administration it's just a moment in time that they've captured and they've exploited and they've lied about in order to make their base feel a certain way and in order to make them act just like this anti-terrorist bomber that happened so think about those things think about how they're inciting danger by spreading this hate, yet masking it as love and and masking it as tolerance, when it's not. It's anything but. We're seeing how the progressive nature of the individual really does lead to that condemning fascist, communist attitude that kills people and harms others. So really, I think that unfortunate for the democratic party and where they are right now with this whole debacle where their own gimmick their own quip their own weapon political weapon against their political enemies has come and bite them a in the butt because now nancy pelosi is the racist and joe biden is the racist when trump used to be the racist But now if um, AOC and her group of bad girls don't get their way, they will be the racists and they will be the ones booed out of the halls of Congress, um, led by the fear of what their constituents will believe because they do not wield the powers of the Internet and social media. Such as uh, they, reign, they hold the reins, um, the Just Dem- Justice Democrat Party girls own the reins of the uh, social media uh, monasteries that elect and forge pu- public opinion. Which, I mean, is a topic for another day in itself when we start to talk about how Facebook and Twitter and other such social media sites are acting as publishers instead of public forums and as such are liable for their content. So, if you've ever been hurt by either of these companies, well, time to lawyer up because there'll probably be a lot of class action lawsuits, not just on their violation of the First Amendment rights, but on, you know, on on being liable for the content that they post, you know, and, and the way that that might affect people's lives. So think about it. Those are very, very interesting things to think about. Um, I do, um, do encourage people to really take a look into what these justice Democrat fraud politicians are talking about, um, and what they represent, um, they do not love. They do not love America. They do not love this country. They do not love the idea of freedom. They race bait all the time. They divide. They are intolerant. They are liars and hypocrites. They are charlatans and they are shills for who knows a a force that wants to see the wealth of America stripped the strength of its citizens uh, broken, and, you know, the security of its freedom removed and locked away. And I ask all these people who are so concerned about, you know, slavery in America and its history... Uh, like, uh, this, that idiot Beto O'Rourke talking about his family being slave owners. Like, oh God, like, you must really be starving for attention, Mr. Robert Francis O'Rourke. Um, good old Irish man in the flesh. Uh, because you're jumping up and down and saying, my parents were slave owners, my, my ancestors were slavers me, 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 me. Come on, sir. Really? Well, I mean, if you're so concerned about our return to slavery through Trump's policy and him being a fascist dictator, why aren't we concerned about the debt slavery that's being foisted upon us by the Federal Reserve and the current banking financial system that runs this country that we as American citizens and our country, our nation, is in debt to? And because of that debt, we are in fact slaves to them. And we are trapped in a never-ending financial Ponzi scheme that keeps our country beholden to them and their political whims and the way they wish to shape the earth. And they're bringing us the European Union, and they're bringing us the, the Paris Agreements, and they're bringing us CERN, and they're bringing us transhumanism, and they're bringing us globalism. Some ideas of globalism work, you know, or not work, but idealisms are nice. You know, it'd be nice to have a world without borders. And I get what that means. But these individuals have co-opted that, you know, hippie go la 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 di da idea, that pipe dream that many people believe is simply utopian and utilitarian. They've co-opted that idea. They've taken it away. You can't have global borders anymore because of the way they were designing it. They were tricking us. They were lying to us. They were using our good intentions. They were using our benevolence. They were using our trust and our love against us. And now, as the thread of Epstein comes apart, the path, the route, I I certainly did not expect them to take the charges of evil and pedophilia and human trafficking are coming against them. It is they, the ones who are in power and those who have great influence, who thought that they could continue, that they were somehow free to do as they please because they were who they were, that they could get away with it forever. And now the indictments are becoming unsealed. And now the truth is becoming declassified. So, Epstein is an informant, and he is going to talk, and he is cutting deals. So wait for it, because he's not the only one talking. And a lot of names are about to drop, and a lot of indictments are about to become unsealed. And we're going to see that no matter whose side... It doesn't matter. Epstein the monster was allowed to ensnare and dirty a lot of big names for whatever reason and for whomever, but most of all for control and blackmail. The world's about to become a much more queer place. So enjoy the ride. And until then... Stay in the love and stay in the light. This is Michael Aaron Casadis signing off for Queer Voice, brought to you on Anchor.fm. Ciao.